0: You're listening to Soapbox on 98.3 2 Work. FM. Soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> and it is in the hands of democratic power. And well, it's the whole point, that's why I'm making it. Get on your soapbox. So welcome to Soapbox on another lovely Sunday afternoon at 4.30pm. I'm your co-host, Alex Green. And I am the other half of the co-host. I am Loretta. Great. Okay, so guys, today we've got a pretty awesome interview with Cleve McGee, who works for AIM, which is the Aboriginal Indigenous Mentoring Experience. So I hope you guys really listen to it. It doesn't really need much of an introduction because it's pretty great. So I think we're just going to go straight into it. Enjoy the conversation. (laughs) See ya. So, hi, Cleve. Thank you for joining us on Soapbox this week. First, can you just explain to the audience a bit about yourself?
1: Um, my name's Cleve McGee. I grew up um, in Wollongong on the south coast uh, from when I was born till I was 16 years old. Um, and through AIM, funny enough, um, I was provided an opportunity to actually sell with the Canberra Raiders, oh. um, which then brought me to Canberra. Uh, moving away from family was pretty hard at 16, uh, but I guess an even harder thing was going into year 12 at a new school and not having um, the safety net or support network of AIM with me uh, to finish my high school journey. Uh, but I managed to get through it and then picked up a casual job with AIM, and that brings me to a couple of years later where I am now working full-time um, at AIM. So.
0: Awesome. And so to begin with, what gets you on your soapbox?
1: What gets me on my soapbox? Um, I guess well and truly I have to say uh, people people in a general um whole I guess from a young age people being mum nan um waking me up in the morning to get ready for school to go to school yeah. um waking me up on the weekends to go to football um I think about even now <clears throat> moving out of home and like Saturday Sunday mornings you've got little kids next door running around yahoo and that wake you up or you've got the man out the front next door mowing his lawn that wakes you up um (laughs) and i guess on a daily basis the
0: man with the lawnmower gets me hella riled up no it's the birds in canberra they can't stand yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. so yeah i think people in general i guess now um probably a a more inspirational side of that is um having my own son and every Mm -hmm. morning um he sort of wakes me up now he's he's a bit like my alarm clock and uh, but to get out of bed and be tired and then look over to him in the cod and he's just smiling, yeah. um, it just brightens up my day. So uh, that that's what gets me on my soapbox.
0: Yeah, awesome. So you've already sort of mentioned your uh, history with AIM. Can you tell us a bit about what AIM is?
1: Um, so AIM is the Australian Indigenous Mentoring Experience. Uh, it's been a program that's been developing for 12 years now. Um, and we, we're just transitioning now um, from so-called AIM sessions or AIM workshops into the theatre of education. Okay. So the last 12 years, um, AIM has been developing the 49, um, I guess, most significant theatre shows for these kids. Um, they're also the most interactive theatre shows um, that anyone could be a part of and it teaches life's most important lessons. So,
0: What's, what, um, what are
1: the theatre shows actually, like what are they about? Um, so they're all educational learnings, they're life learnings okay. for these kids. Um, so pretty much we, we teach them to tackle the challenges of tomorrow Okay. Um, so that way they can overcome the challenges that we face as Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people.
0: Okay. Yeah, definitely. But you also have the tutor squads, is that that's separate from the theatre shows? Yeah, so yeah. that's separate
1: to our um, theatre of education. We also do run tutor squads. So we travel out with some AIM mentors um, to our tutor squad schools this year, I think I think we had about 10 tutor squad schools around Canberra that we travelled out to, um, and we'll just sit with the kids for an hour, help them with assessments and homework and make sure they're getting those tasks done. Um, I remember my, school, my schooling days, and it was something that I always left to the last minute, um, and it probably affected my results. But if we can help these kids overcome those tasks earlier on, um, then they're going to see better results, and they're, pr- they're probably going to enjoy school a little bit more as well.
0: Yeah. And um, what is your actual role with your name?
1: Um, So I'm the program manager down here in the ACT. Um, So it entitles, um, I guess, a broad range of things. Um, But most importantly, working with the kids, um, I think, is the biggest one. Um, Whether it's going out to a high school and pitching um, to those guys to engage them into wanting to come into the program um, or if it's pitching to our mentors to get mentors on board to work with these kids, uh, running training for our mentors. And then when the kids are in here, um, I guess, presenting and being been taking the lead in those theatre shows as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And who are the mentors?
1: So the mentors are current university students, so we work at both ANU and UC down here in Canberra. Um, so we do our recruitment around late February, early March when university starts up, um, get a whole heap of mentors on board with us, run them through some training, um, and then give them a hoodie to say they're qualified. Yeah, give
0: them a hoodie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the incentive. So how many hours per week are the students looking at doing
1: um, is okay. this talking about school students or university students? For the,
0: for the mentors.
1: For the mentors. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty small commitment, to be honest. It's yeah. five full days throughout the year. Um, so we run five program days at each university. UC mentors obviously work with the UC mentees and ANU mentors work with the ANU mentees. And then we come together for the final program day and get all the mentors and all the mentees from both programs in the same room together. Um, and it's a banging day.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I obviously have some experience at being a mentor for AIM and just the high energy is definitely the best thing about AIM. Just every single um, program day has got such a high energy and I think that's like a really big value of the program.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Um,
0: <laughs> so are the students that are participating in AIM, are they at university or are they in high school?
1: So the mentees are our Indigenous high school students okay. from Year 7 through to Year 12 and we we'll okay. just branch into Year 5 and 6 this year.
0: Great. Oh, interesting. I didn't know you branched into year five and six. Is that just a one um, day per year, same as this year seven and eight?
1: Or? Yeah, so this is a, a one-hour show with the kids, and it's okay. called The AIM Show, and... Um you think our program with year 9s to 10s is high energy. Um, sorry, our year 9 to 12s is high energy. Um, experience in the year 5 and 6 day is is crazy. Like you're there for an hour and you yeah. leave just as wrecked as a whole day with the year 9s to 12s.
0: So. <laughs> 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 um, so you've already touched on this a little bit, but can you talk a little bit more about how you got involved in AIM in the first place?
1: Yeah, so um, I was a high school student myself back home in Wollongong um, attending Fig Tree High and I remember uh, for the first time pretty much um, in my whole high schooling years at Fig Tree High, um, I got called to go to the library with all the other Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander school students at my school um, and ran into the library and I was like, Brody to like my brother at the back and like yelling out to all the Aboriginal kids um, that I knew at the school and the library teacher's like quieten down mister and i was like oh, okay so walked up the back and then there was a bloke by the name of jake trindorfer um and he was standing there and he actually pitched aim to us high school students um and i was like this is sick i can get out of school and i can get a free feed How good. <laughs> probably went there for the wrong reasons um but it, it honestly had a massive massive effect and a positive effect on my life um for a kid who was pretty troubled and always down in the deputy's office um, in the morning, whether it was for being out of uniform, not having correct shoes on, um, going off at a teacher, whatever it was, um, I've been there for it. So um, that, that was sort of the wrong path that I was heading down. And then the AIM program slowly um, turned me around from just engaging me into the program, which then engaged me into school um, and made me, I guess, want to learn a little bit more and get a bit more educated uh, was the starting process. And then... Um, when I hit year ten, to be able to, I guess, learn about leadership and how to be a leader in a positive way rather than a negative way, um, was a massive turning point. It was kept me in high school rather than leaving and picking up a apprenticeship um, at a young age and just being another high school dropout. So I went into year eleven um, and then started to build a transitional path for myself. Like, and started talking about going to university. It wasn't something that I talked about at home um, with the family very often, and. Uh, when I identified this and then went home and talked to mum about it, it was something that we started to talk about more. Uh, but just having that conversation made that, um, I guess, what was, what was a dream to start off with, something that could be a re- reality and was possible yeah. to do. Uh, which was which was huge for myself. And it's what kept me in school. Um, and if I didn't stay in school, then I wouldn't have had the opportunity um, to move to Canberra because um, it was through high school football that I picked up um, a contract opportunity with the Canberra Raiders. So that was what got me to Canberra. And then to get reconnected with the program, I was just lucky that my first year after finishing year 12, I went to university um, and was the first in my family to do so, which was pretty, pretty um, empowering for myself. Yeah, um, and something that I hold pretty closely. And I guess furthermore on that was I was sitting in a university lecture and I had someone come in and pitch to me about being an AIM mentor. Um, I went up and spoke to them after that class and they were like, look, we've got some casual jobs going, why don't you apply, throw your hat in the ring. Um, and I picked up the casual job and I haven't looked back since. So.
0: That's awesome. Um, just sort of talking about how your personal experience is something that is so positive about AIM and also one of the major successes is that, AIM um, has been really successful in making, in getting Indigenous students to continue on to their year 11 and 12 education. What do you think it is about the program specifically that engages students in that and empowers them to continue on?
1: I think there's so many areas. Um, I think, like I said for myself, probably one of the biggest things was just having that conversation, yeah. the, the conversation that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people probably don't have at home about whether it's going to university or a full-time job in their dream, like their dream job um, is something else that that isn't talked about much either. Um, And identifying that and I guess having that support network that Mm. makes you feel safe uh, when you're transitioning through high school, um, I guess like I touched on earlier on is that the scariest thing thing for me moving away from home uh, wasn't actually leaving my family or being by myself, but actually having to complete high school with not having the AIM program there for me.
0: Yeah, definitely. Especially uh, my experience with working with the program is you sometimes see kids who are the only Aboriginal kids in their school, and then when they're coming to the AIM program and meeting all these other kids, they have seen quite a large impact that that can have on them in that one day, which I think is a really important value of the program.
1: Yeah, huge. Yeah. It's um, it's not just, I guess, cultural connection um, that, that brings them those kids so close um, but being similar age and going through similar things in life and being able to talk to each other about that um, and opening up with everyone, I guess making it, making themselves vulnerable, not just with the mentors, but also with the mentees, exactly, like you said, like similar kids going through similar issues mm. um, and tackling them together, knowing they've got that support and the backing of each other is is huge.
0: Yeah, for sure. Where like do you work with all of the schools in Canberra?
1: Um, so we work with 17 schools across two programs. Uh, so we work with five schools that are in the surrounding New South Wales region. okay, um, And then inside of that, we also work with 12 schools that are inside of Canberra.
0: Okay. And is it on the students to sort of seek out aim or do you go into the schools and pitch the ideas?
1: Yeah. So we go into the schools, communicate um, with the leaders in the school, being the principals and the um, Aboriginal contact teachers okay. um, that we work with. Uh, once we've got them on board um, and they sign on to our Ambassadors of Indigenous Success, which is open to schools that don't even come into our program, mm-hmm. um, once, yeah, once they're signed on, then we have the opportunity then to go and speak with the kids and the schools organise the kids to get them all in the room for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and once they're, they're there, we just do our thing.
0: Yeah. How important is it in the schools to have strong leaders who help develop the program with you?
1: Oh, huge. Um, without the backing of the school um, or having, having a strong contact teacher there that leads those Indigenous kids, um, it, it can make the job harder, yeah.
0: Yeah, interesting. Um, just talking about AIM generally, obviously it's, such a, it's an educational program and how important do you think that developing education is important in closing the gap?
1: Um, it's huge. Uh, AIM's already done massive, massive things in terms of closing the gap um, of inequality in education for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander high school students. There still is a long way to go, um, but part of that is going to be having the backing of the schools and having the backing of the universities. Um, but they do, they do huge things, and I think education is so important. Um, I look back on my schooling now, and yes, towards my later, later years of schooling, I started to... I guess I was more engaged and wanted to be um, better educated, but early on in the piece, um, falling behind the eight ball did did um, hurt me in a way. Um, and if I look back now, I, I just wish that I did grab education with two hands and and run with it um, like I did with sport. So um, it's very important, and I guess it's it's something that everyone everyone needs to have. Um, it's I watched a video of a TED talk um, of a lady from Africa a couple of weeks back now and um, just showing that one person who was educated, supporting so many um, people over in Africa that weren't educated and the massive difference he was having, um, it it just shows how important um, education is, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, talking about Africa is actually a really good segue into the development of AIM overseas that I recently saw that you guys are...
1: Yeah, so so what people have seen um, and heard of about AIM in Australia... Um, they haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. Like we're, we're going huge. Aim um, is looking to go global. Global, sorry. This is just yep. a campaign um, that we'll be running, um, and JMB has been in the works of this for a while now. Um, on November eleventh, eleventh, we're meeting at um, the, on the lawns of University of Sydney, um, and, and it's going to be huge. We're looking to raise two million dollars over the next month. Wow. Um, so, anyone who wants to jump on board, um, in terms of being a donor, um, being a sponsor, um, just helping to, I guess, spread the word about this event on November eleventh, um, would be awesome. They can jump on the website. Um, and apply for AIM to do some volunteer work as well. Um, Yeah, as many people as we can get there on the launch of University of Sydney um, will be the better.
0: And what will the uh, donations be going towards specifically?
1: So so this will be towards our AIM Global campaign and taking AIM Global um, Mm. and pretty much changing the world, yep.
0: Okay, changing yeah. the world. <laughs> it's pretty cool that you guys that Aim was sort of developed in Australia, but you have like a international and global aspect to it that you want to develop.
1: Yeah, it's already started. Yeah. Um, we Jack ran the first um, Aim Gala ball overseas cool. in New York not too long ago now, um, and it was a massive yeah. hit.
0: I think I saw a photo with him from the Orange is the New Black woman in the email. Yeah, that was part of that ball.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would have been him. He he knows some people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's very cool, especially just because we do live in a very global society, and it's important to be a global citizen. And any in all of these programs and educational programs, we need to develop to make like the whole world really mm. a better place. As cliche as that sounds, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so just talking about like other aspects of AIM, I know you have the um creative aspect that you try and push in the game. AIM's got game. Can you talk a bit about that?
1: Um, yeah, AIM's got game. <laughs> <laughs> How! What a good time! Um, just next week, actually, we'll have six dancers um, travel to Sydney yeah. for a few days to work with Bangara Dance Crew and um, some special guests as well. Um, and then they'll be performing on the Friday. So, um, once again, jump on the Aims website and you yeah. can get a ticket and get along to that as well. Support these kids; like these are the future, um, future of our country. So, yeah, Aims yeah, got game is a pretty big campaign, like from two thousand five hundred kids. Um, I guess that compete in that across just year nines and tens um, we see massive people apply like mass numbers of singers and dancers um, applying I guess to become a finalist and to be selected in the top six is something that's um, pretty inspirational and, and pretty good like it's, it's a high level achievement um, we're running stories like crazy through our social media on these yeah. kids that have been selected um, so get on and jump on the AIM, AIM Facebook page and follow these stories Um, Some videos or just some posts or photos and that Um, So they go through the first Theatre of Education um, show And from that it's about putting together what they're going to perform The second show that they go through on Ames Got Game Is about them performing, getting up and being recorded Um, Then each site chooses a few semi-finalists The semi-finalists then are re-recorded, sent through to head office And then from that we come down with our top, top six um dancers um who will be going away next week and same for our singers the singers go through the exact same process
0: yeah cool um i'm i think have you got anything oh yeah Yeah. i just wanted to um ask so obviously you've got the international like development of the program but for you working in canberra what do you want to see in the next five years in your job and what are the goals that you want to achieve
1: um I guess for myself personally, I want to grow um, myself as a presenter Mm. um, in terms of being the best I can be so I can run the best theatre shows for these kids as possible. Um, I also want to see this program really grow um, in the ACT, be be at a point where uh, we're engaging at like 90 100% with all of the schools that we work with, seeing all of our um, private Catholic and Christian schools come on board with the program too um, and back us and support us in that way.
0: Do you work with many private schools or is it mostly public? at the moment?
1: Um, so we've had St. John Paul okay, College yeah. come on um, this year, which they're a Catholic or Christian school. And yeah. then we've also had Maris um, College come on board as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that, that that's the starting process of getting these uh, private and Catholic and Christian colleges and schools on board. And from that we can just grow um, rapidly. I guess the other goal is um, to be at a point in the universities where all the university students know who we are and what we do and um they just want to be a part of the program too like um i I think about o-week and i think two years down the track i'd just love to be at the point where um we're sitting there at our stall on o-week and we've got a line like five kilometers long of people just waiting to apply um, to become a mentor it'd be dope
0: yeah that would be awesome awesome okay well i think that's all we've got you know covered today and i really appreciate you coming in is there anything else you'd like to no, let us. not
1: a problem at all. Um, I guess thanks for having me on the show. Um, it, it's great to, I guess, spread the word where we can. Um, and also AIM Squadcast has yeah. a um, – we've got our own little radio show or podcast going online. So um, You can get yeah. that in the
0: App Store as well. Uh, sorry, not the App Store, the podcast um, app from the App Store. Yeah, and we'll share it on our Facebook page as well
1: you. Sounds yeah. good. Thanks so much.
0: <laughs> Thanks so much for coming in. Have a good afternoon. Not a problem. Thank you. Thanks. So I just want to say thank you so much for Cleve for uh, joining us today and thank you so much for that conversation. If you wanted to know any more about AIM, do go on their Facebook page. If you're a university student at ANU or UC, 100% get involved. I've done work for AIM um, for the first two years that I was at uni and it was Such an amazing experience, not only to meet amazing leaders who are going to actually be the leaders in our society, but Mm. also to meet awesome, like-minded university students um, and just be part of something that was of such high energy and of such fun. So, yeah, thanks so much once again. Next week, we're talking with? With Anthony from the Australian Indigenous Leadership Centre. Yeah, which is also going to be really, really exciting and I'm really looking forward to that. Great. <laughs> See you next week, guys. Yeah, remember, like us on Facebook, Instagram and all of that shiz. Uh, we'll be uploading everything on podcasted versions on our Facebook and we're always uh, advertising our shows on our Instagram and up- uploading photos of Loretta doing funny things. Always me.
1: <laughs> I'm very photogenic. You should go check
0: it out. <laughs> all right, have a good night, guys.